welcome back to another episode of our playground i'm your host ali and i'm so glad you are here i hope you're having a great day whenever you're listening to this also this is my fifth time trying to record this and i got about eight minutes in on my last try but there's just some noises and i am just gonna try this again so Anyways, today's episode is all about reading and books, and I've been wanting to do an episode like this for a while, and yesterday I just wrote out an entire outline for this episode, and so here I am recording it finally. I'm going to be talking about my book recs, how to get into reading, obviously, how to inspire yourself to, or motivate yourself to read, and just some general tips. It's also summer, so I'm sure... A lot of us or most of us have more time on our hands to get into reading and discover the fun that is in books and this whole world now disclaimer i am a reader and have been since i was probably five or six and i loved reading i was the kid in class who always had a book and i would read so many books in a year in a week it was actually kind of crazy thinking about it but i was known for at least among my friends for being a reader i as i was writing this outline i was thinking back to the books i used to read when i was younger and there were so many good ones and i'm just going to share them with you all because who knows it may bring you some nostalgia maybe this is all you need to get back into reading i don't know but the first one that came to mind was junie b jones i honestly think about this series kind of not not often obviously but when i think about my childhood i think of junie b jones i loved this series and every time we would go to barnes and noble i would go to the section and i just loved how all the books were had really cool covers and that is still the same to this day and i'll explain what i mean by that later but my favorite one was the one where she goes to first grade and the reason why is because in first grade this was our class read aloud and i also had a copy of this at home and i i probably read that at least like five ten times maybe i love that book unfortunately we donated them a while ago but definitely recommend if you have any little siblings get them into reading also i was thinking about it kids nowadays they don't know how cool it is to read and a lot of them don't really read or at least my sibling doesn't and i don't know a lot of little kids who read for fun but i'm just so glad that i'm not a five-year-old in 2023 where my favorite thing is my ipad if that makes sense but anyways that's a whole another conversation for another episode but i also loved some other series i also loved the boxcar children also i don't know why i'm only talking about book series anyway i liked the boxcar children um a lot of people also liked the magic treehouse series which i did not like and i think the reason why is because it's fantasy and it's like all made up stuff and when i was younger i just did not like reading about that i liked reading about real life situations things that could happen to me hence why i like junie b jones because junie b jones is about a six-year-old or a five-year-old that's just going through five-year-old things i also really liked the candy fairies mostly because of the sparkly cover 
I also liked Rainbow Magic, which is like a whole world where each book is about a fairy. I don't know why I liked fairy books so much, but I liked those. And of course, as I got older, I started reading bigger chapter books, as we called it. And I liked Harry Potter, except I only read it until the fourth book. Um, I just could never get past the fourth book. But I do need to read all seven one day, but that day is not right now. So that's kind of my... I was always reading, basically, what I'm trying to say when I was younger. I did have a period, though, in middle school probably in sixth grade when i stopped reading because reading became a chore it was when we started having to write essays about what we read we started having to explain and talk to each other about what we had just read it was just not very fun and i still read i just didn't i didn't find reading fun anymore and so i just stopped reading for most of middle school it wasn't until 2020 when i got back into reading and obviously because of the pandemic i had nothing better to do so i was like let's start reading again the funny thing though is that when i did start reading again i mostly read self-help books and this was a combination of i was just i don't even know why but i almost forbid myself from reading fiction because i just thought it was a waste of my time to read fiction which is so not true so I just read self-help books for six months. I was also ninth grade at this time, or end of eighth grade, beginning of ninth grade, and I just don't recommend that, especially if you want to get into reading. Do not start by reading self-help books because they're not the same as fiction or even, yeah, they're not the same as fiction. Anyways, I think the first book that really got me hooked was Little Fires Everywhere, and this book is so good, and I definitely have to read it again. I feel like when I first got back into reading around this time, like, all the books I read then are, like, so random, and I don't really remember most of them I read, but this one I do remember, Little Fires Everywhere, and then from there, I started reading a little more, probably maybe one or two books a month, and then once and we're fast forwarding a lot by the end of 2021 i'd start reading more right more fiction books specifically and once i read it ends with us by colleen hoover that was when the flip switched and this is when i went head on into reading and by the end of 2022 because i finished it ends with us at the beginning of 2022 by the end of 2022, I had read 65 books, which is crazy. Like, I cannot even believe I read 65 books. And obviously, there's people who read hundreds of books a year, but 65 is a lot of books. And these books aren't like small books either. They're like at least, at least 300 pages on average, if not more. So anyways, that was kind of how I really got back into reading was It Ends With Us. Right now, it's July and, or at the end of July, I'm at 29 books and we'll see, my goal is 60, so we'll see if we can get to that by the end of the year. I did hit a few reading slumps, but I don't know. I'm just so excited to get into my tips and my guide on how to become a reader because it really is fun 
picking up a new book, going to the bookstore, and I hope this little guide will help you become a reader. Okay, I have 10 little tips slash habits that I wrote down and I did not even mean to come up with 10, but here we are. These are not really in any order, but also if it's chaotic, I do ramble a lot if you can't tell. But the first tip to becoming a reader is making time for it, right? With any habit, you need to make time. And I feel like a lot of people will say, oh, I don't have time to read, and so I just don't read. And I understand that. And I mean, especially during the school year, it's really hard to find that time to read because you have to read for your classes and there's just not too much time. But setting aside time will help you develop a habit for reading. It will help you feel like you have time to read and it helps you not feel overwhelmed about finishing books because you always have a set time to read the book. So I would suggest starting with around 15 to 20 minutes. This could be in the morning, maybe before you head off to school or work. You could do it during your lunch or after dinner or right before bed, which is my personal favorite. Something that I'll say is you can try something called habit stacking. For example, after you've done your skincare routine for the night, that's your sign. Now it's time to go pick up my book and read for 15 to 20 minutes. Or after you made your morning coffee or your matcha, whatever drink you like in the morning, it's time to sit down and read for a bit. So I think setting a time and just carving out 15 to 20 minutes can really help you get into the habit of reading because reading really is a habit and if you fall out of it, it's kind of hard to get back into it, if that makes sense. And I think having this time, because I read in the morning and before bed and in total, probably at least 30 minutes a day. And so I can get through books decently quickly. I don't know if that's the right grammar, but having that time and knowing that this is my time to read has definitely helped me stay, keep myself accountable, basically. Second one is to go to a bookstore. I don't know if this is because I just love bookstores and I would go to a bookstore over any other place any day, but something about walking in a bookstore and seeing all those books lined up on the shelves, pretty displays, people reading in the bookstore just makes me want to just live there and read forever, forget about everything else in my life. It also definitely helps me get re-inspired, especially when I'm in a reading slump. And if you don't know what a reading slump is, it's literally what it sounds like. It's just where you fall into a slump and you just aren't feeling like reading. So anyway, going to a bookstore Barnes & Noble, if you have a local bookstore, those are honestly, actually, I like both for different reasons, but going to a bookstore and seeing the pretty books on the shelves could help you get inspired to start reading. On this same note, I have, I feel like I've also been really enjoying reading because of the book community that is online. What I'm talking about are booktubers, book talkers, people who have podcasts about books because those are a thing so watch some people watch booktube bleh, 
watch booktubers is what i'm trying to get at it's kind of like going to the bookstore except you can just do this at home go on youtube you can watch people go on book shopping trips organize their bookshelf go over their physical tbr do reading challenges basically just seeing other people romanticize reading can get you into reading and it's literally the same for everything else seeing people work out and exercise makes you want to exercise or seeing people make their coffee at home instead of buying it makes you want to start making it at home and save money things like that so i'll shout out some of my favorite youtubers and everything that i mention will be linked in the show notes there's a lot of links in there so if you want to check out these people the first one is Haley fam she's my favorite specifically her vlog channels where she does her reading vlogs she does a lot of videos well i guess it's she does videos like well she does reading vlogs and then she also does a lot of like swapping my screen time for reading or i don't know she just does a lot of reading videos and i love her so go check her out sarah caroli she also does a lot of book videos obviously like these people's channels are all about books sarah caroli destiny sidwell and then all three of them Haley, sarah and destiny are like they do they've done some videos together and i just love all their videos and honestly book videos are my favorite to watch on youtube and then i also really like rachel catherine she's australian and i think her most well-known type of videos are her tbr jar chooses what i read for the month basically she has a jar of prompts and that chooses what she reads for the month so those are my favorite youtubers as for podcast i honestly don't really listen to many book podcasts i like the videos better because i can see the books but if you're looking for a podcast then sarah and destiny have a podcast called bookmarked and they just started it like a month ago and they already have a lot of episodes so check that out and then for book talkers i randomly found this tiktoker on my for you page her name's madison kate she's at letters from mads on tiktok and again also linked and first of all her video editing style is really cool for tiktok and she her videos are a lot shorter obviously and so if you're looking for some quick inspiration on what to read on books that you should pick up right now then definitely go check her out but yeah those are the people that i would suggest following and keeping up with and to help you get inspired the next tip is to read with friends now obviously i know not all of us have friends who enjoy reading but maybe if you both don't really like reading right now then tell the like invite a friend let's start this book together let's start reading this book together and at the end of this book we can talk about our thoughts and it can be your own little book club i know there's also a lot of like geneva chats on geneva 
where you can join and it's all about books people recommend books talk about them etc this really helps keep you accountable and it just makes it more fun because you get to hear each other's thoughts on certain books it's the same thing as you know watching a show together for example the summer turned pretty also when you read with friends it's fun to trade books you know books that you don't have in your library but they do you guys can trade them and it's just a fun time when you're doing it with someone else okay the next tip is to keep a reading journal now i don't have this but i know Haley fam has a reading journal and basically what a reading journal is is kind of think of it as like a scrapbook for reading so here you put down write down all the books you've read you can cut out like pictures of the books and glue them in play around with fun colors and fonts and lettering and you can write about your thoughts on the book rate them you can also make lists so track the books you've read you can write down your favorite quotes and also if you enjoy journaling already then this could be a fun thing to do another thing that popped into my head that i didn't write down is starting an instagram account for reading so posting about the books you've read and the thoughts that you had on the book i feel like this can help you maybe make a community around books get other people to start reading and then you become more motivated to read anyway that's just a random idea but the next thing is to it's kind of simple but something that you may not think about and is that may not think about and if this is really your first time reading then start with books that are highly rated and the book community is pretty honest about the reviews so you can trust the reviews think book talk books books that go viral on tiktok or books that you just hear around or hear about everywhere start with those books because reading good books will want you will get you to want to read more books if that makes sense so i have a list and again all these books are linked to where you can find them on amazon but these are my personal favorite books and books i think will get you into reading so the first one is we were liars by e lockhart now this book i read in eighth grade didn't really understand it and then i read it again last or earlier this year and it is so good now this book has mixed reviews from what I've seen. It's basically about this wealthy New England family who spends her summers at this private island. And the main character, Cadence, or Caddy, is the oldest grandchild. And when she's 15, she suffers an accident on this island that basically causes her to have amnesia and not really remember what happened. And so two years later, she goes back and basically a bunch of dark secrets unravel about the family. This is categorized as a psychological thriller, and it's definitely a page-turner. It's really short, about 250 pages, so it's a good place to start because it's not too long. And there's actually a prequel that came out. It's called Family of Liars, or we something about the family itself before the grandchildren, and that one's also really good. But definitely We Were Liars is something I would recommend. Next one is Verity. I recently read this. It's by Colleen Hoover, and this is my favorite Colleen Hoover book, 100%. It's a thriller, I'm pretty sure, and 
I don't even want to explain this book because it is so creepy and honestly it would be crazy to see it as like a movie it's not too long and it's also definitely a page turner i think page turners are really helpful when you're first getting into reading because you just keep wanting to read and not put the book down which is how you know it's a good book some other recommendations these are ya like rom-com type books more lighthearted and not scary like verity or creepy like we were liars i don't know if that's the right word to explain them anyway the summer i turned pretty trilogy by jenny han is a series a trilogy that i've read probably like three times now and i'm currently listening to the audiobooks of this also a note on audiobooks if you don't enjoy reading for now like you can start with audiobooks and maybe that can help get you more interested in discovering other books because you don't actually have to read them you just have to listen to them so i'm currently listening to the audiobooks of summer i turned pretty i also love the summer broken rules by kale walther i have read this book twice and the cover of it is amazing and yes i do judge books by its cover but i mean who doesn't right so this one's also really good it's set on this farm it's during the summertime perfect read for summer and then kind of along the same lines we have better than the movies and that one's by lynn painter and then also the do-over which is a valentine's day a book set during valentine's day also by lynn painter and then another favorite author of mine is taylor jenkins reed she wrote seven husbands of evelyn hugo that book is kind of long i think but that one is super super good and then also she wrote carrie soto's back that one is about a famous really good world-class tennis player and then if you're looking for a fantasy type of books actually i don't know if this is fantasy never mind scratch that but one of my new favorite series is the inheritance games by jennifer lynn barnes this one is about a super rich family and then this girl named avery who basically is inherits so basically this grandpa he is super rich and he dies and then in his will most like literally everything is handed to this girl named avery and the family doesn't know who she is she just comes to this mansion and it's basically a story about them discovering why she was picked to be the inheritor of this rich man's property basically i don't know how to explain books that's something about me is that i can't really explain books that well but you have to read it it's also a page turner and i read all three books that are out right now and then a fourth one is coming out i think in november i might be or august or something like that but the last one i have this one was kind of a last minute but dial a for aunties this one's this one involves murder but it's very funny and lighthearted, and it's a comedy so it's not dark or scary at all um and this one also has a second book to it so anyways those are all the books 
that I would recommend for first-time readers. Moving on, I wanted to talk about my Kindle for a second because I know that a Kindle is super popular among readers and I would 100% recommend getting a Kindle. What I do, and this is a life hack, what I do is I'll borrow ebooks from this app called Libby and you just need an account with your local library system. Most of the books I've read since 2020 have been through my Kindle and they're free because obviously you're borrowing it. Another great thing is that with the library, or at least with my library, you can only hold, you can only have a book for three weeks and so it kind of forces you to read the book or else you're gonna have to return it and then you, you haven't finished it, which keeps you accountable. I know that books can get expensive, so definitely recommend this little hack. I think with a Kindle, it's also great because you can't see how thick a book is. I mean, you can see like how far you are in the book, but you can't see how big it is or how many pages there are, and so I feel like you're just able to read more. I also like how you don't have to commit to a book, and this gets into my next tip, but anyway, you can start reading on your Kindle, and then if you don't like it, you can just return it, or if you can do, what am I saying? Or if you do, you can just keep reading and maybe get the physical copy. So I would highly recommend this. It's also really great because it's compact. You can travel with it. It's a lot easier to read, especially when you're in bed because you don't have to worry about the pages like getting all like flippy and like in your like, you know what I mean, right? It's a lot more convenient and it just makes you read a lot more books and I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's just the fact that you can't tell how much you're reading because it's it's just a screen basically so anyways those are my thoughts on a kindle definitely would recommend and definitely recommend the little hack of borrowing from your library instead of buying the books so going back to not having to commit to getting a book when you borrow it is to not be afraid of dnfing a book DNFing means that you did not finish, so reading should be fun, right? And if a book is not resonating with you or you find yourself really forcing yourself to finish it and you literally dread reading and it just makes you miserable, then just stop reading it and find another one. There are so many books out there and it's not going to hurt if you just don't finish the book. Now, I'd say read at least a third of the book before you DNF it because sometimes books do start out slow. I feel like that's how it was with Carrie Soto is back and some other books, but I'd say read a third of it before you DNF it because sometimes after a third or halfway through, there will be a big plot twist that will then make things more interesting and make you want to continue reading. So again, don't be afraid to DNF, give a book a chance, but if you really are dreading it, don't want to read it, just don't want to look at it, then just stop reading it and then move on to another book. Okay, second to last little tip is to swap your screen time with reading. Now, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about people not having time to read or making the excuse that, oh, I just don't have time, like I'm too busy. Haley Pham does this a lot, this challenge a lot on her channel and I feel like, say before bed, most of us are scrolling for 20-30 minutes, maybe even more on TikTok, Instagram, etc. And instead of scrolling and mindless, mindlessly 
just being on your phone and becoming a zombie, you can instead just read for 20 to 30 minutes. And for me, it's so much better because it makes my eyes tired and it's so much better than looking at a bright screen, a bright blue screen, in my personal opinion. It also makes me just feel less like I'm just wasting my time on my phone when I'm reading instead, and it just makes you feel a lot more productive. 